Welcome back to Round the Archives in Conversation. I'm here. Paul is here. Hello. Martin is here. Hello again. And we have a special guest in the form of Andy Priestner. Hello, Andy Hooray! Priestner. Hello, it is Andy Priestner here. My full name. <laughs> <laughs> it's all terribly formal. <laughs> yeah, that's not what I've heard. Sir, your mightiness, sir, your lordship. Trouble is, we've got 50% Andys here, so... Yes, That's never, never a bad thing. No, I know. <laughs> but well, I've got I've got an Andy in the middle. But have the, you? Uh, yeah, yes. That's and so's, so's Nick. Four. Yeah. So yes, interesting. But today we've got a bit of a sort of round table of podcasters, haven't we? Because yes. basically everybody here sort of knows everybody else's shows, don't they? And Andy and Martin have been collaborating on an A to Z of UK TV drama. So I'd just like to talk about how that's going and <laughs> and, and where it's going as well. And th- th- let's see what we, what we come up with. Now, Andy, you sort of first got in contact with us, I think, for Around the Archives a while ago now, and you did us some lovely articles. But it wasn't long before you've joined up with Martin to do your own show. But there was a bit of a crossover there because you did All Creatures Great and Small for us. Yeah. So did you know at that point that you were going to go ahead and branch out on your own? As we were um, recording the All Creatures one, no. But as soon as it was done and in the can, I was like, yeah, this will work. (laughs) (laughs) He's not too bad. (laughs) Oh, shucks. I'll ju- I'm just going to go sit over there because I've just realised I feel like the, the utter charlatans. I'm, I'm with three producers here, and I don't produce anything apart from sitting here and doing my words. So, <laughs> so it's kind of so I'll kind of let you get on with it, really. <laughs> but Andy and Martin, you don't know each other. No, no, right? I think never, I know him. I think I know him all too well now. <laughs> you, you've never you've never physically met, but I have to say you did impress me with how well you seem to mesh. Now, does yeah. does that mean you're of a similar mind on these things? I'll let Martin or... answer that one. <laughs> <laughs> or do you well, violently yeah. <laughs> disagree on things? The thing is, we we don't. I don't think we disagree on much. I mean, occasionally, I suspect I come at it from a slightly different angle because I'm so very old. But no, I don't really know. It just seems to work. We we end up having these conversations, and they and they just. I mean, much like we do with these, and somehow we seem we seem to be the kind of people who can just talk about this stuff and it keeps coming you know the the one we did oh, when did we record claudius was it oh it was a long time ago now yeah at least a month it, ago maybe more yeah but it, it rattled on for getting on for three hours <laughs> <laughs> sorry everyone no, no. <laughs> you don't yeah. have to listen to it <laughs> we see andy i mean does uh, work enough in time as well you know so, I mean, he's, he's a very busy podcaster, and of course, Paul's doing about 20 a week, aren't you, know, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> no, two. <laughs> but, 
I don't, every time I switch on my phone, I think, oh, Paul's got a new podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I'm releasing easily edited episodes at the moment. <laughs> but, Paul, but Paul, you obviously do the Shy Life podcast, and I think you've ended up in a similar situation with Toppy, haven't you? In that you and Toppy work very well together, but am I right, you've never actually met? Uh, no, we've never met, but we've often said that had he been living over here in the 90s when we were doing Sutton Park, he would have been one of the big actors along, along with, along with uh, yourselves and, and Nick and everybody else. He was around then um, because we... Well, I mean, his show, The Smellcast, is kind of a, a, bit, a bit of a sort of... When I saw what he was getting away with as a podcast, not necessarily sticking to the same theme each episode... I didn't think, oh, I want to nick that, but I did think I want to do something like that where I'm not saying what the show's about and there's also fiction involved and acting because obviously I like doing that. So, so yeah, I could see I, there was a, um, a, a similar mind there. So if we did a round of podcast connections, would Toppy be the grandfather of us all? <laughs> <laughs> or, the, or the father of you, obviously, but the, the great-grandfather of some of us. You know? <laughs> oh, that gets very confusing. <laughs> well, well, is it true that Toppy inspired you to start your own show? Then you inspired us to start our own show, and then yeah. possibly we had an influence on Martin and Andy doing their own thing as well. Oh, you definitely had a huge influence on us starting. There's no question. Um, that's we're happy to call, talk of it as a spin-off. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, what I realised doing your show was just how hard it is to do a monologue. And mm. honestly, it's just so much easier just having a conversation. Yes. So, um, and I discovered this again, had, having forgotten it, doing that piece on the Cleopatras for you, I was like, never again. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> but Martin, yes, I mean, you, you, you write basically essays, don't you? Uh, I do. For, yes. for us. Yes, um, it's, is it the Alistair Cook of Round the Archives? <laughs> <laughs> Letter from Derbyshire. <laughs> It's not quite the same, but yes, we do. Uh, yeah, I, I started doing that. It was, it was basically because you asked me, oh, when was it now? Must be years ago. Three years ago now? Possibly. possibly. Because I've been doing them for sort of two, two and a half now. And I just, I attempted to just do one off the cuff. And I ground to a halt after about sort of 20 seconds and was just wanted to crawl under the desk and die it was just too it was just too embarrassing you know you just thought no, who's going to want to listen to me going like, oh and uh, then uh, then uh, there was department s uh, you know failed disney i'm sure that recording exists somewhere and it's and it's and it's possibly in the, possibly shouldn't uh, but uh in the end I, I i didn't do a thing then for six months you know you'd ask me he was terribly kind and i just couldn't come up with anything at all and then i just thought well maybe if i wrote it down which I know is, is is so simple as an idea, but it took me six months to get there, which is why I'm not the clever one of the relationship. <laughs> oh. But you're you're doing, releasing A to Z on what a uh, twice. Well, we twice, are at the moment. Twice a month at the I moment. I don't think it's going to. I think because obviously other other things, life starts to come back into this world. Yeah, bloody hope so. One of the reasons we're doing this is because this was something we felt we could do during you know the whole lockdown thing and, mm. and in theory i mean in practice i'm i'm not convinced it is or should or be a you know but uh, you know the, the time factor we had a lot of free time basically 
and uh, so yeah we, we were gonna go monthly and suddenly we find ourselves four months in and eight episodes down so mm. um, that's kind of we fortnightly seem to work I mean there are other podcasts that go bi-weekly Paul you know there are some weekly podcasts there are uh, there are other sort of uh, bi-weekly and quite a lot of monthly and uh, I know some daily ones as well and daily you know and fair, fair play to them you know but but it's a lot of effort well no it's effort isn't it really? but there's a lot of planning I mean f for us if nothing else we couldn't watch 12 episodes of any serial in 24 hours and then talk <laughs> about it you know we'd have to, no time to do anything else I mean some of the series we do have got a short episode run some of them we just sample episodes but quite often uh, we, we decide we're going to talk about the whole like like the Claudius there was a lot to talk about and we talked about it a lot uh, but that's uh, that's a dozen hour-long ep episodes to discuss and there's a lot of material in there but to find the time to watch it you know to find time to watch 10 episodes of anything you know when you've got other things going on in your life means that fortnightly is probably about as tight as it could really get I think I mean, there are things that we've planned to do for around the archives that we've looked at how long it is mm. and went, no, not this month. And, <laughs> and you never quite get round to it. But I'd like to ask all of you, when you come to sort of cover archive TV, how much research do you need to put in and how much do you actually know just from watching or, or even from memory? I know everything, obviously. You know everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, I'm really bad at research because I used to be really good at it. So because I researched for my book so intensively and I was so determined that they're absolutely right, now I kind of have the opposite sort of thing and I kind of like, oh, I should probably have a quick look at IMDb. <laughs> or I should get a Wikipedia. <laughs> so I think my approach now is pretty bad and I sometimes feel embarrassed about that. But there we go. I think you can be you can actually have too much detail though in in, in in podcasts. I mean, you know, there's a difference between a two hundred page book and, and and chatting about a show you watched last week. Mm. You know, they they have a different job to do really and, and ultimately uh, you know, when you've got transmission dates and various when V T and the, if it, unless it's specifically that kind of podcast, it probably wouldn't serve its purpose. I mean, the thing about uh, World Enough and Time is that you actually play off the I don't know anything, I know everything thing, and it works beautifully, you know? Yeah, because Alex always pretends she knows less than she does. <laughs> mm. Well, we're actually, all playing characters, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> to a degree, I think so. But, um, I mean, actually, what I just said about not researching isn't strictly true. I mean, I did get the old classical texts out for the I Claudius episode, but, um, <laughs> as you will hear. But, um, yeah, it's fun. It's a funny balance. I think we're also really interested more in themes than in production paraphernalia. Is that true, Martin? I think so. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're more the unfolding text than uh, than the complete history, if you like. Yeah. But what about you, Paul? When you come to do something for us, do you do you pick shows that you know a lot about, or do you just 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 choose things on a whim? Sometimes I think I know because I tend to go for weird shows that aren't aren't so much discussed in our in, within our our usual gang of um, of, of fan, fandom. Um, but um, when I record with Nick, it's always good because he's like a walking Wikipedia. He knows dates and 
and um, actresses' names, like bit parts and everything. So I don't really have to research that much. I mean, there's uh, an article coming up, a two-part article coming up, where really I think I'm just the linking man for his knowledge <laughs> um, because I, I only... Uh, I, there's only a couple of the stories that I really, really rate and really, really like. Um, so I know a lot about that one story. So when, so you'll notice that when that article com, comes out, uh, when it gets to that story, I'm like, oh yes, and this is, and then I've seen it. that one. And the rest, well, I've, I've seen them all, but I no. can't remember them. No, but, no. But Nick, but, but Nick does remember everything. He's very good. So. Well, I find uh, these days with binge watching stuff, I can watch a whole series and think that right, I've seen all of Public Eye, but actually, if someone asks me a specific thing about a specific episode, it's gone. You know, mm. I mean, when 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 and if we do come round to doing Secret Army and Tenko again, I'm going to have to sit down and watch them again because, despite the fact I've watched them all and done the articles, a lot of it's just gone. The other thing that doing this has surprised me is how much telly I didn't even know about. You know, despite the fact I've sort of been interested in it for as long as I remember there's loads of shows I've never even heard of the other un unfortunate thing I've discovered doing, doing the TV drama pod is that every DVD set that was previously in cling film still not cling film, you know what I mean, what's it called? <laughs> whatever <laughs> that everything that I've had to break open for this I should have left on the shelf in the film <laughs> <laughs> ah, so that's not great <laughs> uh, those those network sales they're swine they really are you, know, you look at it you look at the dust on them two years later are, are you finding you, you, some illusions are being shattered as you do this though no I'm just becoming a rampant nihilist I now, <laughs> I now have no belief in society in the power of good in the world um, my notes for this I actually did some notes five lines were the pointlessness of everything <laughs> Just because everything we've watched seems to impress upon me and possibly to Martin as well just how pointless everything is because things rise and fall, there's goodness sometimes and then it comes, comes along with a whole load of sadness and bad people and I'm just seeing the stuff in I, Claudius was just so re relevant to today and Caligula and Trump. I mean, the parallels there are just incredible. This madman that's been allowed to do the, all this stuff and no one's stopping him, just like no one stopped Caligula. They're all too scared. And there's Claudia saying, oh, he's, people, he's mad. People will chuck him out. No one's going to do what he says. And no, people just accepted him. And it's, the parallels sometimes are, are quite scary. I think sometimes the, the drama, drama is there trying to actually show the world to people as it is. And the people just go, oh, but it's only a bit of drama. And they don't, they don't, <laughs> yeah. they don't seem to be able to make the leap to, ah, yes, but this also is happening here. Now. <laughs> now, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Which is a bit of a shame. I mean, the other problem I suspect is because it's all archived, it, we are time-shifted quite often, and sometimes we find we're talking about stuff that, well, no one possibly, no one else maybe has been talking about in ten years, you know. Nobody else might even remember it, you know. And if they do remember it, they remember it wrongly. Give me it! Punish it! What? Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, at work, I like to be known as being the Doctor Who fan, but, I, 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 you know, and you have to kind of gauge how much they want to hear. <laughs> so, and, and, but then, you know, amongst those other doc Doctor Who fans, I, I would feel that, you know, I, I can't remember the, the actress who played Turn So. It's like, well, so I'd get Nick in. And, uh, so, so it's sort of, it really does depend on what your audience is. When you're doing a podcast, you're perhaps somewhere in the middle. Uh, well, I suppose you're in the middle, but... 
you just don't know who's listening, do you? Yeah. Um, but Andy's in, in both worlds here, in both camps, because you're, we're doing the not Doctor Who stuff on our podcast, but you're also doing a Doctor Who podcast. Yeah. You know, at the same time, well, you know, in in a parallel universe, really, which I never you know. thought I'd do, I, and I I always kept away from Doctor Who for the longest time, which is why I ended mm. up doing all those DVDs for those different series. Yes, um, because I'd stuck away from it and became an expert in the other things, and now mm. it's a great surprise to me and delight that I'm doing a Doctor Who podcast. Do you so get f- much feedback from Doctor Who people? Yeah, quite a bit. Um, just nice stuff, really. Um, I just love the fact that I'm doing it with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> that we've got a Good point Lord, of Do they still have those? Well? Yes, in Doctor Who fandom, <laughs> darlings. And I just think it's great. But what's funny, Alex being Alex, sometimes like I'm point- pointing out the feminist stuff, and she's like, "Oh no, that passed me by." <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> But no, it's just really good to have a different voice on these things. And that's the only thing I slightly worry about about TV drama pod is that sometimes it's two old white men talking about stuff. And therefore, yeah, let's hear some other people. You know? Well, we have, to, we have sort of talked about that, haven't we? It's kind of like, oh, yeah, oh, dear. And then you think, well, what, what, what else can we be apart from we get somebody <laughs> else in? You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? the, the, the trouble is about doing seri- lots of different series like Around the Archives does is is that can I, I, I might spread my knowledge wide, but you, you, you find as you go about your business that every show has a, a fandom that knows more than you do. Um, you know, every show, whether it be some of the ones like the Aussie, the Aussie soaps that I like, mm. and, or, or, or sort of Dark Shadows or whatever. I mean, I mean Dark Shadows has a massive fandom. Mm. It always did in America, but now it's over here as well. Mm. And, um, and, and there are people that, at one point, I was one of the few people I knew who knew about Dark Shadows. Now I just feel like I'm mm. lost at the bottom of the pile again. But yeah, well, you're, you're not ever claiming to do a Dark Shadows podcast as specifically Dark you know, No. If, if, if anything, it's kind of like a sampler, isn't it? You're introducing people. I mean, to be fair, Round the Archives has cost me a fortune. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I'll, just, I'll just see how much that costs. You know, oh, 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 you know. I'll have some of that. That's strange because we run around the archives. It's cost us a fortune too, so I don't know where all the money's going. <laughs> well, that's because you keep getting these contributors who just sort of uh, do shows. You think, oh, I'd forgotten about that one, you know? Yeah. And then you watch one episode of Shoestring. Well, yeah. What's wrong with Shoestring? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. It's just that no, um, too much but, else to watch. <laughs> well, that's the, that. That is the trouble. Um, you know, we, we operate on a monthly basis, and I'm amazed we can get it out once a month, if you'll pardon the expression. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm pleased I was there for at least one innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, if we had to do Round the Archives on our own, I think we'd get about one out every six months. Mm. Uh, seriously. So the fact that we, we, we can sort of have got a team of people because you called me a ringmaster the other day didn't you martin oh, it's your rico it's your rico ross impression oh, yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> so, right i won't do any rapping but but yeah it, it, it does sometimes feel that you know we're, we're just chucking people onto the podcast you know like from from a catapult you know get mm. paul on there doing that get andy on there doing that get martin doing that and um your approach is rather different, yes. But, but around the archives and the Shallow podcast, you're a bit like the Mission Impossible of podcasts, and that we we know there's a team and we're kind of pulling them together for the, you know, I've got lots of different people that I record with, 
um, and, and and do different types of episodes with, and and and, and sort of similarly, yeah, you, you know, you've got lots of different people who can do different types of articles. You've done some actually. You've done some great interviews. I, I always point people at your interview episodes. I just think that they they work really well. Strangely, you know, out of all of it, I know I know I know you do lots and lots of different things, but the ones that always I remember. Was that, there was the uh, where was, was it your friend when you were in the restaurant and you were just chatting about life. Yeah, yeah about right. six months. About six months ago, lovely yeah. episode. Lovely episode, Tom. Yeah, and some, sometimes I, I, you know, I have more footage than I need, so I keep do want do use half of it as an interview episode, then maybe use it in another episode where I get a story somehow wrapped around mm-hmm. around it as well. So um, there's always use there's always use for if you have too much, you can always find another way of, of incorporating it. Mm. But uh, An- Andrew, have you have you given up on the videos now, or because th- I always wondered whether your your videos, the audio track, would work as articles if you were if you were struggling for content? They would. They're a bit looser than I'd like for yeah. a for a podcast episode yeah. um, because we're now doing the in conversations. Uh, the videos have taken a bit of a back seat, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because the laptop. You know, c- can only run so many things at once. Um, right. We've got we've got the editing to we've got extra editing. We've got extra rendering. Yeah. I mean, pe- people said, could you increase um, around the archives itself mm. uh, to to do like two a month? And the answer is yes, we could, but we wouldn't do anything else then. So yes, again, it's a balancing act. What I I think you know we've we've talked about these in conversations. You know, would we still be doing them in a couple of months' time and? I get the feeling probably we'd we'd wind them down a bit or, or reduce mm. the frequency, and then we'd be able to do more videos. But yeah, it's it really is a bit of a juggling act because we haven't recorded anything for episode fifty yet, and that's <laughs> that that's due out in two weeks. Right, so we've got everybody else's stuff. <laughs> we just haven't done our stuff. Yes. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. So I mean, Andy and Martin, how far ahead are you? in your recording schedule a, a, a month or two or yeah well we've we've got i'm meant to be um editing jay which isn't that far off mm. <laughs> so we've got jk l and m in the can yeah and it's n next and we're we're still not finished watching the n drama <laughs> mm. oh, I, I, feel, I feel n may maybe maybe the sort of the end game no it's um, <laughs> no it's it's, not. it's it's no, it's it's. Uh, both of us, I think, are actually struggling to watch it, and uh, which is sometimes what happens if you actually don't. You know, I mean, you struggled with GBH, didn't you? To actually just, just get a little through bit. the bloody thing. Just yeah, a bit. <laughs> you know. So, uh, and that's the thing. You don't always pick stuff you necessarily think is great. Yeah. But you 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 you're doing you're looking at it and going oh with a with a hopefully with a critical but at least reasonably fair eye, and um, and it's just I'm finding this one a real struggle to like it you know i don't think you're meant to like it that's part of the problem well yes but possibly that's <laughs> that's it but but uh you know it's, anyway, we're it's, being too oblique so we should tell people what it is it's a drama from 1989 called nice work with warren clark and hayden Gwynn, and it's a kind of battle of the sexes thing but it's also about the clash between university life and life in a car manufacturing plant and the contrast of that and yeah it's all I can say is it's it's peak nineteen eighty nine, and 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 difficult to love. I think. <laughs> yes. I mean, how mm. did you how did you decide on on your list? <laughs> it of, were on of, the shelf, mate. To approach. 
<laughs> yeah, literally, I'm standing there and he's standing there and we're saying, well, how about this one? I'm like, no. How about this one? Yeah. <laughs> it's really technical. Oh, I've got that one. That's <laughs> I've got it. Right. I've got it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think there's an element where things do leap, some things do leap off the shelf and you're like, it has to be that sometimes. But um, I'm very aware that I'm a bit too pushy. So sometimes I'm kind of like, no, you decide mine because I'm going to take over again. And that's not good. <laughs> well, I also think there are some things that if you are actually covering, you know, you are claiming to cover TV drama. There are, there are certain writers you can't ignore. Yeah. You know? So so there are, there are writers like Potter, Plater, um, you know, you need you need to cover them and uh, Rosenthal and, and so on and so forth. So you've got, you're sort of drawn to them, but then of course you, then you remind yeah. yourself that once you get to the letter Z, I mean, you asked us where the, where the, uh, where the A to Z was going. Well, we're hoping it goes towards Z. Um, <laughs> but but in the good, end, isn't he? But then in, the, in the end, you can, you can do another A to Z, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no re I mean, uh, we, we've started saying, well, actually, we'd quite like to do six letter S's and we've got to try and find a way of making that work within the <laughs> format. Yeah. We have to. But then you've got individual episode titles as well, which you can sneak in. This is my Indeed. new plan. Yes. So. Well, I ordered a new J in the, in the sale yesterday and wished I hadn't immediately. So. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but there we go. But what about you, Paul? Um, how do you decide on things to things to do? Well, it's kind of a little bit to do with who I'm recording with, because I, 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 with Nick, the reason we started doing sort of music episodes was that I think I'd sort of worn him down over the years with all of the <laughs> Sutton Park acting, and I, I got the feeling he was in, in line from something a bit more s sort of sensible. So we tried tried to think of things that. Uh, we could do which we weren't doing on other podcasts so um we started off with the, with the sort of music although we were running out of years for him which is why we started doing our book club um episodes as well we've um so, so there's, there's that side of it and and then i know like if i'm recording with 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 toppy we'll probably do a bit of a chatter but then we'll do fictional stuff as well and we have all our plot lines and stuff from my show crosses over to the smellcast and vice versa and then, you know, I, I know that with you and Lisa, I can pretty much say I want to, I want, I want something sciencey but silly science. <laughs> so let, let's do. Let, um, so I know I can pull you in for pretty much um, contributions with anything. Um, and, and yeah, so different people have different sort of um, you know, associations. You know, Martin and I have done. Um, well, we did the songs of James Bond, but we've also d done. Um, some early 1960s stuff which I know that uh, sort of music wise which I know that Nick can't really talk about so um, neither can I but hey you know we wing it <laughs> I think we did so you find that's my approach to everything you know just make it up as you go along <laughs> but, but, yeah so but in terms of scripted episodes because you've recently released um, the one with, with Gordon the Crypt Keeper how long did that take from writing the first scene to actually releasing it? I think that was a long-term project, wasn't it? Well, it was. It, it, I think I had the idea sort of the summer before, you know, so it came out recently. So it probably, it's probably been, it was, it was, the idea was there about two years ago and then, you know, I started writing, sort of writing it. and um, But it's not like, 
that's the only thing I was doing. So, um, I mean, like, if, if I'd have just focused my attention on it, I could have done it all in one sort of weekend or something. But uh, um, and th there was a while like, when I was juggling three or four scripts with different guest um, uh, guests being involved as well. So, um, but yeah, that that was that was quite a long t a long time. But uh, but I I, I know. Like with, with you, that we can do some ad libbing as well. But some people, some people definitely want scripts if they're going to do characters. So. But to the obviously, they just take a bit longer. But Andy, um, time for a confession now. I think. Gosh, <laughs> it's all right. No, nothing too bad. Um, a couple of weeks ago, you sort of indicated that something had gone disastrously wrong with your editing at one point. Yeah. Could, could you fill us in on what actually happened? Yeah, so I kept ignoring the messages on my MacBook, which were basically saying, you're really running out of space. No, you're seriously running out of space now. <laughs> you're running out of space. And I'm kind of like, nah. I'm not very good with authority in any shape or form. <laughs> whether, that's, whether that's people or in jobs. And he's the boss. <laughs> I'm a freelancer, right? I don't I mean, occasionally get hired by, well, I do get hired by people, but yeah, it's a struggle. But um, yeah, so th I just took this as a sort of another attempt to d demean me, <laughs> control me. So I kind of ignored it for the longest time. And I was merrily editing The History Man, and um, suddenly, just it was like, like off, off of a film where suddenly the track, the track line just disappeared into nothing, and it <coughs> just literally just deleted itself. So that was you could see where the space where the voice was, but there was no lines anymore on on GarageBand. So it was my my voice that was deleted as well, not Martin's, which is quite funny. So I had I had all of Martin's take on the History Man for two hours, but none of mine. Oh, but you can make up the bit the bits if you wanted to. You can I know just... I could have been naughty, couldn't I? But um, <laughs> what happened was I suddenly remembered that I had the original cut on um, on a backup drive, so that was such a relief. Because literally, it was it was editing the very last second of me saying, "And next time on the A to Z of UK TV drama," and that was when it cut out. So, yes, there you bad go. technology. But Paul, you had, you, you had you had something like this a year or two ago, didn't it, didn't it involve coffee or something? Yeah, but I, well, because <laughs> I I'd gone up to Dunbar near Edinburgh with um, my flatmate Callum. And we were in some sort of small hotel room, but I, I can't go away and not take my laptop. Um, so I, yeah, I took my I took my laptop in the, in the evening. So I usually kind of don't go to bed that early. So I, I was I was sort of um, editing. But the trouble is, you know, some of these hotels, you don't you don't have much space. You barely have a desk, and and you know, I just sort of caught my coffee cup and spilt it over my laptop. And it wasn't even that much coffee, but uh, it was enough. Um, <laughs> and I'd been, yeah, I was about, I was about halfway through editing an, an episode. I mean, I keep copies of my files so many places. It wasn't that was annoying, but um, it was just what what projects that were on there. Um, in the end, though, doing dropping coffee on my on my laptop became the theme of an episode where where. <laughs> Paul gets depressed because he's editing an episode and he's dropped coffee on there and all the regulars have to kind of G him up into come on Paul you know you can get this back together so I came up with a quite a nice episode so it, it, and I've done this before when I've had problems or th or things have, have gone wrong if I can turn it into a positive 
thing. I mean, years ago, I deleted some really good photos I took on holiday, but then I wrote a story about a man whose memory, like he deleted some photos and, and, and he deleted his, his memory as well. So I turned that into a quite good short story I liked. So as long as I can turn a bad thing into a good thing, then I'm not, then I, I don't cry quite as much. We don't have we don't have accidents. We have opportunities. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> 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 you caffeine fueled podcast. But you, you mentioned about making backups uh, there, and uh, both Andy and Paul, uh, you've got shall we call shall we say the librarian gene, haven't you? Oh, oh, oh dangerous ground there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but do do you find that? Um, anything you've learnt in that area um, sort of encourages you to to keep copies and file things away properly, or not? Me, no. And in fact, <laughs> in my career, if people people used to say to me, "You're just not like a librarian," I'm like, "Thank you, good." So, <laughs> so I always took that as a badge of honour that I wasn't like a librarian. Um, so no offence to you, Paul. If you're more like a librarian, I don't know whether you are or not. You don't seem much uh, like one. No. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> at, at home, my DVDs are here with the goodies, so I deliberately um, don't have a, a librarian's DVD collection. Um, we see uh, mine are in A to Z order, yeah. so I don't know. <laughs> but I think well, where it does come in is that because I, obviously I've done stories and Sutton Park and everything, I, I do kind of think, well, I'm the only person who's going to archive my work. Um, mm. and, and, and so, so I, I realise if anyone's going to do it, that then you have to do it. Although obviously with Sutton Park, it's been Nick that's been digitising all three thousand and something episodes. So, um, but then he was very, he's very he's he without being a librarian, he's he is very um, keen on sort of preserving things. So I'm just uh, lucky that he he wanted to preserve Sutton Park. I mean, it's interesting. We're we're called round the archives, and I think all of us sort of appreciate like the BBC sort of videotape library and how how that sort of works or or doesn't as the case may be but have you have we ever sort of thought about how our own work you know 10 years 20 years 30 40 50 years down the line any thoughts oh god don't know <laughs> don't know I'm, I'm amazed i'm amazed if anyone listens to it next week <laughs> yeah exactly that's more where i am on this i think it'll be a nice time capsule some of it i guess hmm. i mean obviously um, that's one of the nice things about doing a podcast like like I do, being able to somehow bring clips from Sutton Park, audio clips, onto the show and working that into it as a, as a way of keeping me interested in, because I'm always doing something new, it's quite difficult for me to go back and spend time with, um, you know, it's, it's, it's lovely that Nick's been digitising my videos, but trying to find time to actually watch them, but but bringing them into the podcast means that I do hear them then I watch them or I put them on YouTube as well well, um, you, you must be at what 700 hours now of uh, Shy Life is that right? uh, well the thing is the episodes range from about an hour to, to two hours or two hours plus so, so the, some episodes are nearly twice the length of other episodes but um, yeah I, I mean I, I do I do and there's some people I, one of the things that annoys me is when you kind of look at things you're supposed to do when you start a podcast and and you, you know there, a there shouldn't be any rules but b a lot of the rules do tend to say oh half an hour is 
it's the ideal length for a podcast but when you're talking about TV and films and things half an hour isn't really going to cut cut it I mean yeah. there are film podcasts I listen to which which go on three or four hours and you know, it's different lengths for different sorts of shows I mean, I mean one of the daily shows I listen to is 20 minutes every day and it's very strictly 20 minutes and a few years ago they asked some of the listeners to take over the show and actually keeping to 20 minutes was really really difficult mm. um you, first you thought you'd recorded too much and then when you edited it down it was under and you had to find something to to bang it back up again to 20 mm-hmm. minutes it, 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 it was a lot harder to try and keep mm. t- to do that every day mm. um, i mean i i like our open-ended format and I quite, but I don't know if anybody else enjoys listening to us going on for two hours about history, uh, man. But um, I just think you have these things open-ended. If it, you can, you can go from an hour and a quarter to you know two and a half hours, and hopefully you keep people with you. You know, I mean, a friend of mine. I actually, I actually had a conversation with someone who was a listener, which was kind of intimidating, uh, and he, he'd given up at an hour twenty. But you know, Rude. fair enough. No, no, not fair enough. Rude. But whether, whether or not you went back and listened to the other... Uh, <laughs> you don't have to listen to it all in one sitting. <gasps> no. no, exactly, you don't. You're right. But, uh, you don't sit down and read a novel in one go. You, know, you don't have to. Don't feel you have to, sort of thing. So. Well, that's what I'm saying, really, is you, you do what feels right. I mean, we tend to know when the conversation is kind of naturally coming to a conclusion, or, you know, or we stop swearing, or whatever. <laughs> or we're we just crying, weeping yeah, in, in the corner. <laughs> Oh no, not again! Yeah, that was another two hours of my life. I won't get back. Now. I honestly don't know. It, it's really, yeah. I think, think one thing that for me is a measure that we must be doing something right is that my elder sister listens to the TV drama podcast, and I haven't prompted it or pushed it, and she just listens and she enjoys it. And I think, wow. I know it's a family member, so it's, it's more likely. But um, I just think that's a lovely thing. How do you feel about publicity? Obviously, you're grateful whenever we retweet things. Yeah. But do you feel you're you're getting it out there enough? You know, enough. Are we talking you, about the podcast? Yeah, <laughs> you can talk about whatever you like. Uh, <laughs> it is a very warm day. But but um, do you do you feel you should be down the docks with a sign saying "Get it here"? You know, basically. no, definitely not. Um, <laughs> no, I'm really kind of quite bad at promo. I do some of it, but I'm kind of like, oh, it's not why I'm doing it. I think that's the problem for no. me. It's not why I'm doing it. I, mean, I, I want to get like, you know, 100 listens for each show. That's nice. That's kind of probably a fake target in my head that I kind of think of. But um, it's more that I think it's about redressing the balance that these shows have not been talked about. They've not been analysed. They've not mm. been discussed in any detail. And I think it's a kind of nice, nice just sort of exploration and just look back. And I just think it's, it's something that's good for archive TV to do that and just to share the opportunity to watch something that they've probably not seen before. But but then you'll still be getting if it's anything like my sh- my show, you'll still be getting downloads for episode one four or five years later if it's still available. Yeah, exactly. Somebody somebody that's will exciting. have heard like Z or something and they'll go, oh, this is the first time I've heard this show. Oh gosh, all these other episodes and. You know, um, I, I do think I do think with ours though that they just dip in more and they just yes, more choose yeah. the the drama that they want to listen to about and that's fine. No, I, I was just to say possibly it's the same in a way with some people who might like the music episodes or the fiction yeah. episodes or, yeah, exactly. the, or the sci-fi. So yeah, um, it's good to 
or, or maybe that's the episode that drags them in, and then they listen to other ones because they like the one that one. Yeah. But do you um, do you actually tag them as music? You know, it's a theme, or do yes, you, not, you do all yes, that. Yes, I do. Right? I do. Okay. I do try and tag them as much right. as possible. Yeah. Right. Does it work? <laughs> Does it? Make, I mean, do you see any noticeable difference if you know it's about film or it's about? Sometimes, sometimes, although the weirdest ones is when I do interviews with maybe other podcasters, and then those podcasters, and it's not, it's none of us, so I can say, and then those podcasters don't even tell their listeners they've been interviewed on, and you think, mm. uh, surely your your listeners would like to hear you talking on another show? It's, it's, kind, of weird, it's kind of weird when they don't do the promo, um, or they don't share the promo. So. Well, well, I like to think we're a support network for each other. I hope that's yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, but, so, and and again, when we sort of get guest sort of contributors, we 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 do our best to, you know, plug it from both both ends. If oh dear, I'm getting worse, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Only because you said that. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's a very warm day. But it's it, I find it exciting when we get a new voice because. It does offer a new perspective, and it does widen the the number of shows you you can cover. For A to Z, as as you said, it's going to be pretty much you too. But have you ever thought about getting a third voice on as a guest? I think we've mentioned it. It's not something we're anti at all. It's just a question of, I guess, the right thing coming up where we think... I mean, one thing the other day was if she would talk on it, was that we should have had um, Pip on the episode we did on Miss Marple, because she's an (laughs) expert. (laughs) <laughs> well, she knows more about it than I do. That's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're not against the idea at all. Yeah, but what about you, Paul? You've got a fairly core team of people, haven't you? And and some semi regulars. But how do you introduce a new person onto your show? And what what criteria do you use? They want to do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm always looking for for new voices and if I can't find one then I'll just have to invent one <laughs> quite literally <laughs> um, seeing as half of my regular cast of me doing silly voices yeah. um, but uh, yeah I mean, I mean there are a few people like um, my friend Beverly at work who's the receptionist at the college I always I said to her for years you know if you want to be on the show you can always you can always come come, come on the show and eventually she did and she did a really good episode and, and she was ta- she talked about her depression and you know mental health and various different things and we went down to a completely different you know subject where we wouldn't usually talk about which is fine and really good to have uh, to have that um uh, if she want you know, um, but obviously I, I would never say to somebody i want you to tell tell the listeners all of your you know all of your demons um <laughs> but, but in this in this case that was what she wanted to talk about and it was made for a good episode but um so yeah, I, I never, I, I never quite know what I'm. Um, but when you have somebody new like that, you never quite know what the, um, what's going to happen or how well it's going to go. But I've not had any, I've not had any um, episodes where the person's just clammed up and not said anything. <laughs> Although sometimes you come away thinking, mm, not sure that's going to, you know, that's not quite, that wasn't quite what I was hoping for. But then mm. usually when you come to edit it, you kind of go. Oh no! Actually, this is this is particularly when you've chopped out bits and ums and errs and mm. stuff. Um, I, I, I've sort of I got to the stage now where I really enjoy what you can do with editing, 
Um, I much prefer, you know, for years I did writing and I know how, you know, how changing things, cutting things, and you can make things sound great, but, but when you're editing, you can do the same thing. You can have a really waffly sentence and just chop bits out here, then suddenly it sounds like you knew what, you knew what you were talking about. Um, the, the work I do to make Martin sound good, you've no idea. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they, can, they can tell that when they hear this lot, you know. <laughs> It's funny, actually, with all the of unfettered you, fool. <laughs> I, I use audacity to edit, and it's really funny because I can tell an er and an um from yes. all my contributors. They all look slightly different, but I recognise them on the timeline. So <laughs> when I when I nip them out, I go, "Oh, there's there's one coming up." So that's, so, that's a DVD extra, isn't it? That's the, the collected ers and ums. Yeah, but how how much do you edit? Um, do do you take out a lot? Because this in, in conversation is is fairly freewheeling, but what about you? Yeah, I take an awful lot out. Yeah, um, just to tighten it up, really. Um, and if I go, um... <laughs> <laughs> you say I'm leaving I'm... that in. <laughs> yeah, of course. So you know what it is now. But well, um... no, no, we we leave we leave all Andy's urns in because they are gold. Of course. <laughs> whereas whereas all my actual words get removed. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. No, it's just tightening it up just to make it a bit, just go a bit faster. And sometimes we will find ourselves in a cul-de-sac and think, well, actually, but then I have the casting vote on that. So Martin probably has completely forgotten what I've cut of him. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, this is the thing I was going to ask you all, because you're all like, say, producers. Have you ever rejected an article out of hand or rejected an item or just decided to cut an entire chunk of of something, you know? I do remember, and... Paul was there, um, <laughs> so, I so it's his that. fault. I, 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 I love how he was trying to bring Paul in then, wasn't he? And I, Paul was there. It wasn't. He did it. Wolves did it. No, no. I, I did bulk when I received the season seventeen piece that um, Joe, Nick, and Paul did, um, which I'd said do about twenty minutes on season seventeen. <laughs> And I, th- I said, that will be about right. So that's for the 1979 episode. And then I opened the file and put it on the timeline. And then I looked at it and went, that's twice as long as just the whole episode. Because <laughs> it was about three hours, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. So I've still, got, I've still got the material, but I've no idea quite what to do with it. Of course, I, I, I was sitting there from a producer's point of view thinking, oh, gosh, this is... We're going on quite a bit. We, 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 you know, how are we going to? Of course, I wasn't saying it, but I was thinking, oh blimey, <laughs> how are we going to use all this? I mean, you do know, you just give it back to Paul, and he'll do, he'll do a, a two parter on it. <laughs> I think we did offer you it, but uh, yeah, it, it, it wasn't quite. Yeah, it, it wasn't because I'd used you know the first sort of ten minutes or so. <laughs> It was it was a bit it was a bit difficult, yeah. Sometimes I have to find ways of um, so, so we don't go on too much when we do our book club episodes. I, I've sort of said like we bring five books each, and if we get to talk about those in under an hour, then we're allowed to. We have a sixth book which we're allowed to talk about, so that gives us the sort of you know okay we're going to keep this within a few five minutes per book or something, um, and 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 so, and so far that's been quite a good way of, of of sort of keeping us from just you know um, 
going, going too far. Do you have a chess clock on the table? No, I just keep an eye on the recording. <laughs> so I know that, yeah, because you do sometimes have that ticking noise in the that actual clock. Oh, sound. yeah, that's dubbed on there. Oh, right. <laughs> is, 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 is that just to, to well, differentiate from this is live or this is... Well, no, sometimes it's when I'm doing the fictional episodes to make it sound like in my head I've got different rooms so there's like a living room clock or there's right. the laboratory sound effect for when we're in the laboratory obviously I'm still sitting in the same place recording all of it so <laughs> it's just the, it's just the, um, the, the sort of well I, I know why you do it because you've got two um, audio tracks like one from you and one from me and they've got different atmospheres haven't they so if you stick mm, a clock yes, over the top it sounds like we're both in the same room yeah, yeah. that's also another reason yes yes well um, in the gordon the Cryptkeeper episode there's the, the the scene when we're supposed to be in the cottage garden and we, we both recorded our bits in 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 our living rooms or whatever so i i um i got some outdoor sound effects and, and put it over the top and hopefully i, I sort of was balancing it so it it, it, it sort of disguised the fact a little as much as possible that we were sitting in our living rooms. Oh, Paul, I've never asked you this sort of live, um, and it might not mean a lot to Andy, but t tell us about the peepers, how you did the peepers, because <laughs> did, did, did you have to redo them recently? Well, the, the, the peepers are frogs, um, and they are, they live in real life, they live in the part of America that Toppy comes from, and he often has has the peepers in in, in his show. He does or he does an episode where he records them because he likes to do soundscape episodes sometimes. And and I sort of thought a few years ago, oh, it'd be really nice if Toppy supposedly sent some peepers over to Ick because Ick, being an alien, he's fascinated by everything. So uh, we've had the peepers in in various episodes. They were kidnapped once by an, another eight, a lot of aliens, and and, and yeah, recently I can't remember what happened, but I. I I lost. It might have been, might have been when was it the, the coffee? coffee yeah, it might have been the coffee instance. I lost the file that Toppy had sent me with the peepers on. Or originally, it had been part of a much longer file, but uh, um, luckily he still had it and was able to send me it. But, uh, I wish um, we could then um, lose the bloody Kaliak from our show. My God, <laughs> <laughs> spin off. <laughs> What's what, what, getting her own what, show? What, <laughs> <laughs> Someone what else can make it. One of the things I will say is, is um, two examples because we're both here. Um, what's nice is that when I've recorded, I've recorded things with Martin and I've recorded things with, with Andrew, but um, it's the things you get which are um, unsolicited, as, as it were. So, um, like um, when An Andrew, you, you sent me um, Ethel yes. from, from 1982, <laughs> and you just said, I'm sending you some files. And, and also Martin sent me lots of voices and things and I like to think that I'm kind of a suppository for sort of <laughs> there's, 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 a, there's a part of you that wanted to do these voices and it gets out of your system and, and, and you know that I'll be able to use them so. Isn't that a rep repository rather than a suppository? <laughs> no, no, I think I know what I'm I think I know what I'm <laughs> A bit of both probably It depends where you put the files uh, no, they don't like it up on, they don't like you've it do You've got to do something when you're editing. Uh, that well, episode I've actually listened to as well, I enjoyed it. There you go. <laughs> but yes, uh, uh, I, I, now you said that, Andy, have you, have you much of an, a sort of an, an acting background? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what do you think? No. 
But um, have you I, ever felt the need to do some more more silly voices? Because Paul would be a very good place to do them. Oh, <laughs> gee. No, I, I did want to act when I was a kid, but I was mm. awful. Um, but I think it's kind of a, it's something there in me that I've never had the chance to do. And now I've got confidence, which I didn't used to have. I think, oh, I could give that a go, but I, I've got no outlet for that. Uh. So that's why at the start of the Claudius episode... Um, I, I forced Martin to do a tiny bit of acting and you weren't comfortable with you, Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I needed to do my prep, darling. <laughs> I, mean, I it, made him do it again as well. We had to do a retake. <laughs> I was, yeah, I wasn't very bad. <laughs> it's weird, but I'm incredibly shy in real life. Um, and I suspect we've all got elements of that. Yeah. Um, but Paul has always been a wonderful outlet for me to just be a silly sod. I mean, mm. the, the, the amount of weird stuff Paul's made me do in the woods is you know, <laughs> is, is, is remarkable. Well, and I think, quote. I think that was good for me. So <laughs> I always wanted to thank Paul for that. I think you shared too it's much. Fine. <laughs> it's very pleasant. On Boxing Day too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're not going to say anything else beyond that. All right. Okay. It'll come out in YouTube eventually. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Well, that's that's the point. Have you got any um, embarrassing moments for me uh, lined up in your in your suppository of video? <laughs> well, I did have a I did have an episode which originally appeared on audio, and then I put the video out, or I'm about to put the video out, um, where where we're doing things with in the the church hall opposite my parents' house, and mm. you're doing experiments on the on the ping pong table, yeah. with these metal balls dropping through the thing and. And um, and Jay's Jay's there with with this gun, supposed to be she's zapping them, and it's it, 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 it's um, amazingly um, it stands up pretty well, I think, <laughs> bit, as far as being ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did I did enjoy seeing that again, actually. You know, yeah. it it does take you back. But yeah. um, I I would say that all all your stuff, Paul. It will it will fit on one hard drive, won't it? Just about. Just about um, a, big, a big hard drive. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we, we we said about sort of um, keeping stuff. Is it true you've started to archive around the archives? Oh yes, I have an archive of, but then that's partly because I like the show and partly because I'm on the show a lot. Mm. So it's kind of, a part, a little part of it is mine anyway. So it counts as. As my as my archives as well as your archives. So. Yeah. It's your showreel. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. I've I've got. I'm trying to collect all the smellcasts. I'm trying to keep any podcasts that I am on as well. But in the case of around the archives and um, Toppy's other show, Life on the Shitlist, um, who which I did guest on, I, I've got the whole run. Um, that was partly when I heard that it their, that show was finishing. I thought, well, you never know how long these things are going to be around once show's finish yeah. so if I do want to keep it I ought to keep it so how, how do you find the time to do all this editing and listen to all this stuff this is because uh, I mean if you're producing as much content as you do how do you get time to listen to well, other I podcasts a, I have a two hour commute and also there's times in the library when I'm able to um, play it through the speakers <laughs> to no, the entire room <laughs> well because we're a college the students are in lectures uh, quite a lot of the day so there are right. times where I know that I'm not going to be bothered by by students uh, is it true you've said that sometimes you worry about um, them hearing weird voices uh, well, coming through the walls well my library podcasting studios which is just the library store 
I can hear them walking along the corridor because it, it runs along towards the um, the, the cafe, uh, well, the restaurant. Um, and if I can hear them, I, I do wonder if they can hear me. But, uh, <laughs> I don't. No one's ever said so. I, am, uh, I don't. Want but they'll just think librarians are weird anyway. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, do you? I mean, I mean, we we sit and we chat and we do these things. But and to be honest, you know, it 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 it's fine. But do you not have the sort of oh my god, somebody else is listening to it whilst you're in the room cringe or the fear of that at all? When I'm when I'm recording. Um, well, oh. even when you know, if you just found out someone was listening to you while you were, you know, oh, I've just been listening to your podcast. Do you not go ah? Well, that, that's just you, Martin. That's you. <laughs> okay. <I don't> <laughs> No. Well, I, well, I know, I know, I know what I'm talking about. Even though I'm a shy yeti, I'm also a bit of a big head, so I quite oh, like okay. that people listen to me, and, and I think that I think they should do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. So I, 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 I've never, and in fact, they should be forced to. Yes. I've never, yeah, I've never been shy about. It's like, you know, when I did my did my poems uh, and did sort of um, uh, my actual shows at the poetry cafe and things. Um, I was always confident that my my poems were worth performing. I'd heard right. other people perform poems which I didn't think were were as good as ones <laughs> I'd done. So, okay, well, but, but they've got it's fine, it's fine for them to perform them. Um, so it's also fine for me to perform mine. So I never felt oh gosh oh, I'm mm. going to read this poem. I was like right, I think this poem's worth you hearing. You um, see, I keep thinking that one day we're going to do A to Z live in in a theatre somewhere, and I'm just going to have to hide under a table. <laughs> You can do. I'm happy to be in the limelight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you, I could get a, what do you call it, a muppet made of me. <laughs> as long as I can hit it. <laughs> well, well about like, uh, so which fingers and I've got my drawing hand. You know. <laughs> Would it be like the the Mr. Sin of the podcast? Oh, God. <laughs> oh well, there's there's a reputation to have. <laughs> but Andy. Um, yes. You, you said about possibly doing a second A to Z. Do you think um, A to Z is an, an unending format, or I think it, it will last forever. Last forever. Last forever. Eternal. <laughs> no, I don't know. It, it depends. You don't know what's going to happen in your life, do you? But um, it's just really hard for me to see at the moment, just be beyond anything, just because I've got absolutely no work. So it's kind of terrifying. I mean, I'm writing a big book about the work I do do. I said do do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's learning. He's learning. <laughs> so, so hopefully, um, we'll get. I'll get some money back off that for this time, and that should lead to other work as well. But it's just, I've got my first bookings for 2021 work bookings. So that's kind of exciting, but also, my God, that's a long way away. So it's literally surviving, but um, I'm lucky in the sense that um, further on in life, in terms of mortgage and all that dull stuff, so you know it's it's not as terrifying and appalling as it could be. But do you think there's a third podcast format in you, Andy, or not? You've well, done Doctor Who. Martin You've got and I have talked. Martin and I have talked about something, but um, we kind of think we probably our mental health probably isn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What do you think I should do, Andrew? You tell me. You sound like you've got something lined up for me. No, I, 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 I just think that the four of us here make quite a nice sort of square of, of yeah. formats. Yeah. In the, um, you know, we'll we'll cover anything old telly. It doesn't have to be drama. It doesn't have to be comedy. 
you know, people can do what they like. Uh, you and Andy have got a very more focused approach, which really allows you to go into detail. But, you know, an article on, for us is, is half an hour or 40 minutes sometimes. You, you can do two hours just on yeah. a single sub subject. And Paul has, has got the advantage of a really open format where even if one of our recordings goes dreadfully wrong, he can still make a story out of it and, and use it. So I, I think I would, we all complement yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like to do a deeper dive on some of my favourite TV series hmm. and maybe, you know, do an episode per episode of that series. Yeah. Um, having seen, um, having listened rather to iPodius, which is the iClaudius podcast, um, which is, you know, one per episode, that was so much fun and the detail of that was great. Um, so I like the idea. In fact, many, quite a few years ago, you know, you know um, Doctor Who fan Paul Condon, the one, the one who died? Mm -hmm. um, he was kind of a, he wasn't a close friend, but he was a friend. And um, we talked about doing a Secret Army podcast back in the day, but it never transpired. Mm. But um, yeah, gosh, because because I I do I do wonder. You've you've got you've got your Doctor Who podcasts, hmm. but but I don't really know of many other shows which have got regular podcasts. I think there was a Goodies one. I think there was a one about the Bill. And, there was a Dad's uh, Army one that you sort of pointed me out a couple of years ago. Yeah, and I think somebody was doing one about Howard's Way. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. I was almost writing a book on Howard's Way once, but then I decided it was just, it was too meta, it was mm. too ridiculous to achieve. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I even talked to Stephen Yardley and Jan Harvey about that. <laughs> anyway. But ding, uh, ding. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I had to get one in. I had to get one in. I got two in from money. <laughs> And I know Abby. I know Abby very well. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Andy, um, we're recording this on Thursday. Gosh. Yes. Um, so on Saturday, mm. you're releasing. I Claudius is out. Yes. I Claudius. So, uh, give us a quick trailer for I Claudius then. Murder, intrigue, sex, um, power, corruption in ancient Rome. It's more like today than you think. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, that do. <laughs> but um, three hours you say no it's it's two and a half two and a half but it's lots of lovely clips in it lots of lovely clips and there's some acting from martin <laughs> andrew ward holmes no less <laughs> not isolated darling does, does martin <laughs> agree with that description <laughs> Well, acting might be a stretch. Definitely. Well, to be fair, the acting only is in the first, literally the first three minutes, so you can turn off after that. <laughs> well, the, the rest would be the rest would be pointless, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's downhill after that, is it? <laughs> yeah, frankly. And, pa and Paul, what have you got coming up soon? We've got episode three hundred and fifty coming out Gosh. in the next two or three days, but, but because I hadn't recorded an episode which was definitely going to be that episode, I've been had two or three different ones and one of them was going to be a mammoth editing job and I, um, because it was recorded from lots of little bits and pieces and there was also a story involved and I just decided no no, no I can't no I don't, I don't want to do that if at the end of the month I'll do that maybe it's a, a summer special in August but uh, I got quite a good episode for episode 350 which is again another fictional one but a, a one that's um, easier but on, on, on Saturday as well 
um, I'm taking part in the Pride 48 live streaming event um, where all the shows on Pride 48 that want to are doing a live show um, and luckily I, um, because I'm the only UK show uh, um, I've, I get to choose a slot which perhaps they wouldn't would rather not choose in, in America so um, I, I get to do my, my show at 4pm over here Cool. Um, but I have to be careful because it's um, I have to do exactly an hour and uh, um, usually when they do a live streaming event I record with Nick but obviously I can't get to be with Nick and I can't stream in on Skype or anything um, because I don't have the technology so I'm going to I'm going to ring you and Nick and a couple of other people with with just with phones and do speakerphone sort of cameos at some point. It will be like swap shop, won't it, Paul? Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. With quizzes. Wow. I'm doing lots of quizzes. Oh, oh Multicolored, multicolored shy yeti. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll look forward to that, Paul. And we'll say we'll start to wrap up now and say thank yes. you to Paul. Thank you. Th- thank you to Martin. Thank you. And thank you to Andy for joining us. Thank we'll you. We'll be back again with another In Conversation soon. Bye-bye! Bye-bye, take care. Bye.